Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Kinetic Impressions. I am Arnie Diaz. Yeah. This is Andrew Davila. Andrew, say hi to the human beings. Hey, hey everybody. I'm Andrew. <laughs> Today we welcome. will be welcome. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Today we'll be talking about Good Boys. Good Boys is the story of three young men, who one of whom is invited to their first kissing party. 12-year-old Max is asked, asked his best friends Lucas and Thor for a much-needed help on how to pucker up. When they hit a dead end, Max decides to use his father's drone to spy on the teenage girls next door. When the boys lose the dr drone, they skip school and hatch a plan to retrieve, to retrieve it before Max's dad can figure out what happened. And they go on an epic adventure. This movie was written and directed by Gene Subnitsky and Lee Eisenberg. Gene Subnitsky is the one who directed it, and this does come from Point Grey, which is the production company by Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. It is, uh. of course, a comedy. Um, uh, personally, my overall thoughts on this movie is I, I actually absolutely thought it was hilarious. I love the characters. The boys, they are respectively Max, Lucas, and Thor, played by Jacob, uh, Turnbelly, and Keith Williams is Lucas, and then, Br and then, uh, Bradley Noon is Thor. I thought those young men did a fantastic job with these characters. I love the story. It's definitely a super simple story, right? It's a super simple movie. To, to, it's a super simple, just coming of age story that has raunchy as hell comedy. <laughs> and I thought in the end, it did a really good job of portraying the ethos that a young man is that young men learn as they're growing up in this country. And all three of these young men portrayed specific ethoses that we that we as young men kind of try to portray ourselves into. So I've labeled them as Max is the main character. He's the love struck loser. Uh, Lucas, yep. the black, the, the 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 which I think is kind of the second lead. Uh, he plays the overly honest young man, uh, and then uh, Thor is the bad boy poser, right? Uh, and I think that the those young men uh, with their acting prowess really did a fantastic job of presenting this movie in a really funny and honest way. Uh, I think it's just a raunchy, great comedy. Um, Drew, your thoughts? Overall? Dude, I, I thought, yeah, I thought the same thing, man. Like it was. It was like hilarious how the, these kids were put in all these different situations, and it and it just it's it's truly like you watch them grow in yes. this movie, and it sounds so cheesy to say that I get it, but like to watch them grow is like it's just like you know they're riding their bikes and it's like yeah man he, she's gonna coom all over your face. Like, <laughs> well, I don't think it's coom, and he's like yeah c u m coom. <laughs> and like, it's, like, it's like that's just one of like one of a hundreds of like really really funny zingers in this whole movie and i just thought like it was so good to like watch them deal with deal with girls deal deal with bullies overcome their fears it was it was great all around and like at, you know at the end they just realized like it was almost like a coming of age tale, you know, like you realize yeah. you're going to, uh, you're going to grow apart from your friends. You're going to yes. grow in different ways, but like, that doesn't mean like your friends aren't still your friends always. 
100%. And that right there, I think, is like, so like, we'll talk about the raunchy comedyness of it, but like, can we just talk about yeah. like the, the, the true story heart of this thing? Right. Uh, as yeah. young men, as we are young men, I saw myself in all three of these men and all three of these boys. All three of these boys, right? I think maybe I'm like more of one than the other, but in actuality, like, yeah, I think, I think I've been all three of these boys in so many ways, right? And it's like, and so like to see their journey through this movie, yes, it's funny and it's fucking raunchy as hell, but like they're really, like the writers really did tap in to like a real adolescent ignorance that I think pretty much all young men growing up in America kind of go through, right? No, yeah, and uh, uh, just because I have something to add on that thought that you just made is like, I feel like they're all picked to be a grown-up in comedy that we all know. Like they're each picked to be this like, this just like mainstream, um, I could be Seth Rogen, I could be half the bullies in other comedies character that we obviously put into Thor. Yeah. Who's like, parents don't even give a fuck that they named him Thor. Yeah. And, and like, obviously, you know, the, uh, Craig Robinson kind of kid. Like, yeah. That's, that's what I was like, yeah. dude, like to, to see yeah. Craig Robinson as a child. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is great. <laughs> like, I love this, but you're, you're also thinking like, it could be like the, I don't know, like, you know, the punchline, the punchline, same guy in in like a, a lot of these other movies, hot tub time machine. Well, hot tub time machine is Craig Robinson. Sorry about that one, <laughs> but Sorry. but yeah. like that that and then this and then Jay uh the the first kid Max he's like you know he's like the everyday um like scrawny little nerdy kid. You know he is the Jay Bruchel yeah or the um. Uh, the super bad kid, you know, like yeah. he could be either one of the super bad kids. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um, I actually, to that point, I watched an interview that these guys gave uh, during South by last year. And um, uh, specifically uh, Bradley noon, who is Thor. Uh, he said that he kind of focused his character as um, Jonah Hill's character in super bad. See, that's, right. that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. And, and mind you, I mean, Jacob Tamberlay is uh an Oscar nominated actor. Yes. He's been in the, yes, he was in, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, he was in room, right? Room. Yep. yep. With um, my bay, my bay. Uh, I like all the Brie's. I like the Brie? Brie cheese. I like the Allison Brie. Yes. I like the Brie Larson. It's all good to me. And he was, he was in that movie with Brie Larson. Yeah. Um, he actually talked about that too. He was also in, um, a, a horror movie as well. I forget the actual horror movie um, I have pulled up right there, but he's actually done a lot of movies, like three or four big budget Hollywood movies. Uh, Jacob Doctor Timberley. Sleep is that what you're talking about? I think so. Uh, yeah, he was in Doctor Sleep. Uh, he was in another another movie last year, I think. Um, but he's actually well, done he, a lot of movies. Dude, he was that. He was the kid in Wonder, which like the Wonder oh, was like wow. yeah, yeah, Wonder yeah. was like a a pretty big movie. Right on, and then uh, Bradley Noon was in Boardwalk Empire. That was like his first big break. The guy who plays Thor. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So like, it's, it's crazy how like, these kids just came out of the womb and they are just working, man. They are just working, man. Um, uh, but like, I think, it's, uh, I think it's important to state like how the writing of this movie really did capture uh, like in real, like the real rawness 
of like oh, um, yeah. young men just really trying to navigate this world like like you've got you've got like the the so like these kids when you first meet them right they're they're the wide-eyed kids that have been you know they've been they've been sheltered their whole lives they've been given the they've been spoon-fed the like you have to be nice and honest to really you know to work in to really like live in this world right but but like as you grow up you realize that's just the facade right that you're just told that as your kid growing up but really this world is nuanced and there are there are shitty ass people out there and every once in a while you're gonna be a shitty person too and that is okay right it's okay to be that every once in a while you're just you're not gonna be the golden standard honest person all of the time right it's like that it, and, and like i i i for me that was the biggest per that personality trait that I had as a kid growing up. You know, I was always the good boy, always trying to be honest, always, always. Um, and then, for, and, and in a lot of ways, that honesty hurt me socially, and it hurt me on a personal level too because, like, like it, it keeps you from like being able to to just like be with your, um, to be with, uh, to hang out with people, your, your peers sometimes, right? Cause some of your peers wanna go do the bad stuff, right? And then some of your peers don't wanna do the bad stuff. So like you, you're, you're like posed with the question in your head, what do I do? I like these people, but like, I don't wanna go drink beer. That's bad. Everyone tells me that's a bad thing to do. <laughs> Um, and that, like, that, that beer scene is like the perfect fucking, like, it's the perfect microcosm oh, yeah. for like, for like that moral attitude that this country gives you and spoon feeds you, right? Uh, yeah, especially because we come full circle with the beer, with the yeah. beer thing that like, that kind of hits close to home for just a lot of people, you know, but like, uh, the, the, what was it? Three sips? The yeah. record is three yeah, sips. Yeah, the record's three so, yeah, sips. Keep- the record's three sips and like with that yeah that 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 that, but i think we've all had that moment right where we're all like oh um mike's mike's brother gives him beer we shouldn't go to his house because they're doing beer but then we're also friends with the other guys who are like we're going to mike's house to drink beer (laughs) you know like and then like you have that feeling that scared feeling of like oh god's gonna hate me (laughs) you know you gotta and then you also throw on that christian guilt that that fucking that always present Christian guilt that as young people, we just feel, even if you're like my parents stopped going to church when I was like five. So like, I never grew up in the church, but I felt just being in this country, that Christian guilt, you know, that that, like, like I had to like rip off and be like, yo dude, it's fine. Like, all the like you drink beer do all that stuff just don't be a shitty person you know and honestly yeah. and the biggest thing is is realizing that people are not going to judge you for going a, to by, for going against your christian guilt that's like the one of the hardest lessons to learn that people won't hate you christians will not even bro not even man not even in fact some of those christian kids are the ones doing the worst shit i know that's that's one thing that I always noticed is like, cause I came from, I went from like a Spanish church, uh, when I was in Mesquite and then like, you know, church meant something like it, it might've been like the, like the crappiest looking church from the outside. And yeah. like, it was a small building, you know, so like the AC didn't work all the way and stuff, but like we came like always 
freshly dressed. Like, yeah, you put on your best. Like, yeah. I didn't even wear nice clothes for most of my childhood until like, unless it was for church. And, um, and then like, I go to like the, you know, like the pretty much it was the whitest church in Grand Prairie and the biggest, like one of the bigger ones. The one in Main Street? That wasn't, yeah, the, uh, or it was the second biggest on Main Street behind the Sonic. Is it the one that does the Sunday breakfast once a month? Not I Sunday, think so, yeah. Saturday breakfast maybe? It's like that big breakfast that everybody gets invited. I got invited to a couple times. Yeah, do, do you know which one I'm talking about, like behind the Sonic? Yeah, the one behind the Sonic. Yep, yep, that's the one. Yeah. My, my mom got invited a couple times, but like, you know what's yeah, funny? She got invited to that place by a lady that she cuts the hair, but who uh, she cuts the hair of a, of a woman that went to that church a lot. Apparently, <laughs> apparently that woman like had a divorce. Oh god! And was like shunned in that community, not uninvited, what? not uninvited, but like shunned. Shunned. So like she stopped going to that church. So weird. Yeah. But that church, like, but like what I was gonna is like that that church we got sidetracked, but that that church was the worst because I would see half of like the the kids that i went to school with i mean i was doing it too but still like we'd be partying hard on saturday night and they wouldn't even change clothes they were wearing the same clothes sunday morning damn and i was just like that's like that's so and then they always judged me for wearing like a tucked in shirt with slacks yeah and i was just like i'm not even wearing a tie man yeah (laughs) just trying to to respect you know like yeah (laughs) Um, anyway, like it, it just, it's so like, it's that weird hypocritical shit that we were talking about, yeah, but yeah. like the, um, it, yeah, dude, like the, these kids, they realize that, um, these kids realize when they are getting bullied by these girls, right. Uh, who do a fabulous, they do a fabulous job as like an antagonist in this film. Right. Like if you need some sort of antagonist, like these girls are perfect for it because they're they're also just young girls figuring out shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Hundred percent. And doing they, Molly and all like, that. And it all comes back to like oh like that crazy you know like such a great um like hinge in the story when like it turns out like this girl has been the dude's sister that they they think is cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it turns and, out yeah. And then they end up hanging with these older girls that like you know end up you know kind of showing them a good night uh, that you know what they thought was kind of brewing so i think that's that's actually a wonderful point because uh this because we're talking about the script a little bit here which i think that this script is probably technically one of the one of the cleanest scripts i've ever seen on screen it is it is it it just moves perfectly it, it, you don't get lost in it it's and it's, it's so confined. You're right because it's so confined yeah. that like there there were not many places to even put loopholes. Yeah. Like the fuck. I mean, like you know, like I know we're getting a little bit, but like with the when the when the the, the CPR doll, sex doll that they <laughs> yeah. end up selling to the guy, yeah. and the car wreck happens on the highway near their yeah. house, and it turns out to be that same CPR doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's written so well-rounded. Like you didn't even have to add another character into the mix. Right. They just kept it so clean. You're right. I mean, and it was exactly what it needed to, because you know, that's, that's where comedies thrive. Like, right. Let, 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 let the, let the mechanics of the script just be completely, uh, to, uh, I, I think it's, 
uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, it's 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 like it's when it's it's when the practices of the script are followed to a T, right? The the, yeah. uh, the like the the nuts and bolts of writing a script when you just decide to just make it a one and two an A and B and type of script. It works perfectly with these guys too yeah. because uh, because they're so great at writing uh, like uh, improving their writing. Like they're the guys that you want to see the outtakes because you know some of the outtakes that didn't make the movie were just as funny as the ones that made it in the film. For sure, it's those kind of it's that kind of writing that these guys are. And it, it exactly to, back to your point, it doesn't have to be over engineered. Like no. I still love the movie, but like no. something like Talladega Nights. Yeah. Okay, now he's gonna catch on fire, <laughs> and he's gonna take all his clothes off. Like yeah. no, like that's like that's like not. That's that's very engineered of a script. Whereas this script was just like, let's just have these things keep coming, you yeah. know, like coming to them naturally. It's great. Yeah, um, I think like your your point about it being like letting the comedy happen within the script is really, really, really good point to point out just how almost like I want to say um, uh, kind of academically, academically, this script is almost perfect. Right, it follows oh, yeah. tropes. It follows like basic plot structure. Right, the structure of this script is just so to a T. Then you allow the comedy to just enter it, enter in wildly. Right, because when you have a good base, then you can bring in the wild stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And I also like uh, in that interview that I saw for these guys at South by, it uh, uh, one of the characters, one of the well, I think it was I think it was Max Jacob, said that like. During the filming, there were times where they were like, I don't really feel good about doing this. So they would literally just change the script and change the gag day of. Which you can do that when the director is one of the writers. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know, another point I want to bring up, um, Keith, who plays Lucas, who is like the, the, the overly honest guy, he actually said that he talked to his mom and he said it about the script and everything and his mom told him listen baby <laughs> you can curse all you want but then pray afterward okay <laughs> that's so good I like it's yeah. like um dude his parents were so good I, I forgot who his dad is but like his oh. mom is um his mom's Donna from the uh from, from Barks and Rec and like I you like I love seeing Donna somewhere else than other than Barks and Rec because I have I've, I've missed her. I've missed her presence. Yeah. But like, I feel like there's some lines where like, he had to have been probably just like, my, my mom wouldn't approve of this. So I'm going to say, mom said, you know, this, like that fits so well to like him in real life and his character, like based on that story that you just told. Yeah. Like Lucas has to be like, oh yeah, mom wouldn't like that. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Leave that in the script. That's great. For sure. So it's Will Forte plays Max's dad. Oh yeah. Max's dad. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, but oh, we were talking about Lucas's dad, right? That's, I just didn't remember if he was. That's Lee uh, Ray. Um, ha, uh, Lee Ray. How Ray? I think is how you say it. Um, so he's the guy in um, in Get Out who plays uh, fucking T. Uh, um, who plays his best friend? Oh really? Who's the T uh, T E A? Who's the T E A yeah, 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 security yeah. guard? Yeah, that's that guy. Um, he oh he's hilarious. I mean yeah. he has that he has a great line in that in that movie too. Um, 
so yeah, uh, th- this uh, to your point, like, and then and then it goes, and like, and then it gets kind of raunchy, right? Like, it yeah. gets kind of it. There's points where like I can't like. There was never a, a moment where I felt like I can't believe they went there, but I love that kids are doing this. Like, I, I like there was no I didn't feel bad that kids were doing this ever. I I, I enjoyed that it was kids in these scenes yeah. doing these things because they were hilarious. Um, I I just remember this like in real life. Uh, I went to a rally like a lot like you know earlier uh, last month, and I saw this little kid. And he was chanting with all the protesters, you know, like, yeah. uh, oh man, I used to hear him in my sleep. Now I can't even recite one. <laughs> you know, it was like, uh, no justice, no peace, no justice, no peace. And then this little kid, and he'd just be like, fuck these racist ass police. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh. Like, we were like, hey, say that again, say that again. And you like, we're filming it. We're yeah. filming it. And like, we all get our shots and we all like, we're all, we're all loving this kid. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And it, he's getting cheers from the crowd. And then his mom's like, okay, now never say that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking, honestly, honestly, like the thing about it is like a lot of the times when we watch comedies about kids, it's like, it's like these, they, they call these tweens, right? That's usually like a 15 to, to 18 to 20 year old playing kids, right? This is straight up yeah. kids doing, like, I think the honesty in the casting is true to life. Oh, yeah. Because we were 100% talking like this when we were this yeah. age. 100%. Like, it, it, it yeah. is honest to a T about, like, the way kids oh, really for sure. are. But, but then, like, they add stuff that, like, they they even, like, I remember they, they, sh- they shocked me on, like, I can't believe these kids, like, felt comfortable saying this, but like, I'm like, wait a minute. They don't even know what they're like, what they're saying. When, um, he kisses, he kisses the CPR doll. And he's just like, wait, why? It's like, why is there hair in her lip? <laughs> why is it sticky? And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Like it was the one moment in the movie where he's like, why is there hair in her lip? And why is she sticky? And I just can't, I was like, do they even know? Do, do, do they even know <laughs> what the writers just made them say? Like, do they think it was because of candy? Like, 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 <laughs> I can't. It's just, I, I don't know. Like, it's a line that you could easily lose if you're just, you know, if if you're just watching it in the theater, yeah, like you, you might miss that line. Yeah. I think I, I think I might've missed that line maybe the first time I ever watched it. But when I caught it here, just like, you know, looking up kind of and be like, and then like actually catching the line, I just thought it was hilarious that they just kind of subtly threw that kind of thing in there. Yeah, for sure. And like, uh, and let's talk about some of these raunchy moments too, right? Um, my yeah. favorite moment, my absolute favorite moment was actually at the end when they were all doing the strange moves on the sex swing, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, and then and then the little montage, the little yeah. cut montage, it was and, beautiful. And then when and then when uh, when Thor's sister, which by the way, Thor's sister when she's introduced as Annabelle, you can tell like I guess like the subtext of this is that their 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 parents are like really into movies because when she <laughs> when she shows up on the scene the first and she's like all like just appears there. And then, like, the fucking music comes in, and then her name is Annabelle. 
right? And then that's the way she's always introduced into the movie. And then his name is Thor. You can tell that her, that his, uh, his parents love movies, obviously. But then yeah. she walks in and she's like, you know, that's for sex. And then all three of them just go like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I love the through line that Thor's parents are just raging fucking perverts. Just right. raging perverts. Right? Like the what are these annal beads? I don't know what these annal beads do. I'm like, <laughs> idiot. They're nunchucks. <laughs> you smell like shit. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he answers the door. Or like he locks the cop into the gas station with the double Dude, dildo. dildo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's talk about the, the frat boy scene, right? When they go in. To try well, to buy on, the drugs? Before, I, th- I feel like the... Okay, so real quick, because I just I thought about that. Honestly, I want to save the frat boy scene for uh, last after this one. Okay, okay, okay. But Because I thought I thought that there's some golden... Throughout the years of these comedies that we're, we've been talking about, there have been some phenomenal like phenomenal gas station scenes. Yeah, like okay, written. okay, okay. I just feel some like iconic super bad, yeah. super bad has like a great gas station scene. Always and with an alcohol a, gag. There's always an alcohol gag. Yeah. Or, or my, uh, my, my absolute favorite gas station uh, one is, uh, I think it's called Role Models with Paul oh, Rudd. Okay, okay. I remember the movie. They have a yeah. kid and then the, um, oh, why did I just blank on her name? She's, uh, she was one of like the main people in Glee. You remember the coach in Glee? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tall blonde. Yes. I forget her name. She, she was, uh, she's like talking to these guys and like she's trying to get them. She's trying to com- like see if she can um, squeeze them to say that they're perverts. Yeah. And they're, oh, and my so God. She's I, like, I think I know what you're talking she's about. She's like sitting there with the corn dog and then she just like keeps pushing. She pushes up the corn dog in and out, in and out. And then I'm like, oh my god, like, like it just—it's just one of the scenes where I lose my shit every time. But like for this movie, this movie is just so funny. Like this cop walks in, yeah. And then after three like, shifts, he's like, "Fuck!" And he's it. like, he's tired. Like, just give me some coffee. He's like, "We're skipping school." And he's like, "Okay, I can forgive that. Like, just don't ever do it again, guys." And then, like, the kid comes, like, everything we've ever gotten in trouble for in life. Like, <laughs> yeah, kid comes in with a beer in his pants. And I'm like, dude, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, you're, it's your lucky day. Please do not. And then he, like, and he even walks in saying, I don't want to fill out any paperwork. Yeah. If, if somebody murders. Yeah. Oh, he's like, if somebody murders in front of me, I, I'm not going to want to do the paperwork. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. And then and then they're like, we have drugs. <laughs> like, like, and he they give him yeah. the drugs. Yeah. Lucas. And he's just like, and he's like, doesn't even believe them. And I'm like, they found, they found a cop <laughs> they were on, that they were honest with. And nothing still happened. <laughs> yeah. and that's just such a great moment. I hope I hope it's just one of those like gas station scenes we always remember. It's For just sure. great. You know, uh, not a comedy, but my favorite gas station scene has to be from Dust Till Dawn. Not a comedy. Not a comedy. Yeah. Right? It's like the first one yeah. where where George where George Clooney and then and Quentin Tarantino walk into that gas station and it ends up fucking crazy. Ends up nuts, right? That's when they meet that family. Yeah. And they connect. Yeah, it's one of the. I think that's one of the best gas station scenes ever. Idea for a video. Do you want to uh, make a very short video one day of us going through top ten ga- gas station scenes in movies? Hell yeah, I'm down. I'm down. That'd be that a, sounds 
that's fun. A, that's a great, great YouTube video. That's that's a, that's a great YouTube. That that's like that's like one of those. Remember, I said that. Luckily, yeah. we're recording on yeah. multiple devices. Yes, <laughs> so, I, I know. Like literally, I, w- like, I won't actually forget that one. It's like one, two, okay. three, four. Yeah. <laughs> frat boy, frat boy party. We gotta talk. Go ahead. Yeah, started yeah. out. Uh, yeah, the frat boy party, bro. So before we get to the frat boy party, again with this interview that I saw. So Jacob, who plays Max, talked about how he he watched the the hallway matrix scene to get in <laughs> character before the frat boy scene bro because <laughs> you know he pulls out he pulls out the fucking gun does he do, the, does he do like a, a pointer thing like it's a two finger right it's um, a two finger no 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 no, no. Like... so we're no the so we're talking about the scene where they go to save morpheus right where him and Trinity, oh. the fucking, the long, Sorry. yeah, yeah, the long hallway, fucking security yeah. scene, like, that frat boy scene starts out with them going in, trying to buy drugs. First of all, hilarious fucking premise. Going to the frat boy, and they walk into this frat boy house, and it is just the fucking embodiment of all the fucking raunchy sure. shit that the as kids are just like, especially Lucas doesn't want to, you know, think about as a kid. Why does that guy call you daddy? <laughs> like, I know that fucking frat boy. It's, a, it's like all frat boy movies brought in together. And then all of a sudden this weird kid movie just walks in. This kid's movie walks into this shit. And then, and then, and like, um, and then when they try to buy the drugs, they like check, they, they make an ultimatum for this guy. You know, fuck you, man. Just tell us, just buy us, just sell us the drugs, man. <laughs> Sell us the drugs. And then when all hell breaks loose and Lucas pulls out the fucking paintball gun. And this is what I'm talking about where he tries to like embody Neo from the Matrix to try to fucking get it done. So uh, And then he just starts fucking shooting people everywhere. And it all and like the, the choreography for that scene and the stunts for that scene is so fucking taut. And hilarious. It's got to be one of the best shootout scenes I've ever seen in yes. a comedy. Yeah, yeah, especially when, like, Thor knocks that guy out. Like, he punches <laughs> some dude. Yeah. Or, or he gets punched by a dude also. But yeah. he punches somebody. And then, um, like, Lucas, like, flips somebody on a table. Like, yeah. he he destroys the pong table. Yeah. And, and and I think uh, I, I, I honestly forget most of it, but I think they even I think he even used the anal beads as a nunchuck in that scene. Yeah, and then like there's just so much going on. And, yeah, and it's like it's great paintball footage, just like Community Man, because like there's like the, his second oh, shot is like God. a total like ball shot like into somebody. That's the best and, episode of Community. Sorry. <laughs> the, it's the episode. best. It's the best episode every season too. Yeah, it's like. It was so crazy because you kind of would look forward to excerpt about community here. Yeah. <laughs> you would, um, you would like. Also directed by the Russo you, brothers. Yeah. And yeah. you would look forward to certain episodes. Like you looked forward to the Halloween episode. Yeah. You looked forward to the, the bottle episode. Yeah. And like Abed taught half of Amer- like half the Americans that watched that show. Yeah. <laughs> what a bottle episode actually was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because like people like, you know, you go through so much 90s sitcom and there's, there's a bottle episode in so many things that people didn't even know the word. And then Abed just like sitting there, like 
breaking that fourth wall. And I'm like, oh my god, are we are we in a bottle episode? I'm like, but there's some <laughs> there's some great episodes in Community that like you look forward to, um, because they get the same they almost get the same directors too to come back to do some of those. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it, it, when it, when we're talking about comedies, I think that Community forts, and yeah. forts like the pillow fort. Yeah. There's always a yeah. pillow fort or some kind of fort kind of you, type thing. You know, uh, there, there's something to be said about that movie and Community being both like this nice absurdist kind of comedy where things yeah. like that happen, right? I think Community was the first time that like action, like real action and, 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 and stunts and choreography was really implemented in, in a comedy in a big bad way. Um, I guess you could say while, the good guys- While the, making fun of it. No, yeah. no, no, no. You're absolutely fine, right? But like, I mean, good guys probably happened at the same time, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, you're absolutely right. While making fun of pop culture, yeah. they were doing it. It's a, it's an absurdist way of doing it, right? While you're also poking yeah. fun at the thing. Fucking fa fantastic reference, man. Um, uh, but, okay, that scene is just so it's just so taut, and it's like a really good microcosm for the whole movie. It's just it's yeah. so well done, well, well directed, well choreographed, well acted by the kids. And they have a getaway car. Yeah, That's they have a getaway funny. car. Yeah, <laughs> all of it. Yeah. It's it's just such a it's such a really good uh, a, like just amalgam of everything going on in this movie just working on all cylinders you know. Mm -hmm. um, I think we should you know just wrap it up here. Final thoughts. Um, uh, I I think this is a fantastic fucking. I even think it's a great kids movie. Like 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 f fuck the fact that, that it's rated R. Like I think you sh I think you should show this to your kids. I honestly think that the lessons in the in the ethos that these kids go through, the journey they go through, is a real fucking journey that kids go through, right? And and I, I love I love I love at the end when it's all when like when like uh, like, uh, like a month goes by, but like Max breaks up with the girl, gets with another girl, and then then is with another girl, and then yeah. and then Lucas becomes part of the hall monitors, right? He becomes his full potential self with like being the good guy. And then and then Thor becomes the lead, lead in that musical. And in the end, when they're at that party, they're like growing apart and they're coming together. They're always the bag boy, the beanbag boys, right? Yeah. I love that because that's so true, right? So much happens. That musical, like, by the way, was just one of the funniest yes, things. Yes, the like when he When he has the lines, the giant cocaine lines <laughs> yeah. of pixie dust. Yeah. And they're like blue, pink, and like some <laughs> yeah. yellow. And he just like snorts the sh like the shit out of one. Yeah. <laughs> and like and the, the reaction shot of parents and the it's those reaction shots of the parents in there. And, and then the, like, the reaction shot to the director doing a fucking bump. <laughs> yeah, like like doing an actual bump and he's like, This is my masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. But like the those parents and they're like, what? What am I watching right now? Oh my god! When when he goes with a donut, like that, like it's an eight uh, an eight ball donut. Oh shit! Yeah, goes yeah, yeah. Into the bathroom yes, stall. Yes, yes, yes. And he yes. pulls a basketball diaries right in the middle. Yeah. Of it. I'm like, this is like comedic gold. Yeah. Within the show's show. For sure, man. I I think that I think that the the story for these kids. It is a comedy. I think you show it to kids because it's fucking real, man. Like they, they yeah. really tap into some real shit there. Um, and, and I think it, it is a fantastic, just like, like all, uh, all encompassing, uh, all encompassing coming of age story, like just told in a raunchy comedy. Yep. 
I think I think it's I think it's almost like the perfect I think it's the perfect I think it, I honestly think it is the perfect raunchy comedy coming of age movie. Um especially because they really did give this movie to children. You know? <laughs> like that that aspect yeah. alone. It's just it's just real. It's 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 fucking hilarious and it's a fun ride, man. That's what I'll say about it, man. That that that's Oh, for sure, man. I re- I recommend I, re- I recommend you watch it. This is a perfect movie uh for kids like kind of like I would recommend it for kids just on like based on what you said and because it's just if the kid doesn't get the joke you, like there's so many jokes that like a parent would yeah and it, it was just like and it would just go over the kid's head so like it was just great on that like there was just so many moments where um he's buying that sex doll from the kids yeah. and he was like it just like he stopped he stopped at 500 and he walks out and he's like, I would have gone up to a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, damn dude, that's so, that's so real. It's so hilarious. And like, all I could think about is just like, man, like fucking up an entire house. Like I'd be mad at that. Right. But yeah. like selling that sex doll. Yeah. <laughs> if my kids sold, like, I don't know. I, those I just are expensive. Assume, those are super I just expensive. Those are really expensive. Yeah. yeah just backstory. The reason why I know those are expensive <laughs> because when quarantine first happened, <laughs> I really wanted to know what it would cost to put Japanese sex dolls in all the seats when we live streamed theater. Oh my God. Oh my God. Those are so <laughs> And I realized that expensive. that's very expensive. Oh yeah. Oh, but oh, I yeah. found out that like my dumb drunk thought two days later became a re- reality when uh, some soccer team in Japan did it. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah. Like, I think I they think, took my idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think they also put stuffed animals in one of them. I love how the NBA is doing it, putting like live feeds of, of uh, people on zoom and yeah. cutting them out and putting them in every single seat. That's pretty dope. Well, That's pretty cool. I, I like, I, I didn't like it at first, but when they started adding like real celebrities are just randomly like intermingled with everybody else. Yeah. It's just really hilarious. Like they put, um, they put like uh, oh context brothers context. Drew works at a theater. <laughs> I don't think people know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. do. I do work at a theater. Yeah. Not, not a, not a sex spot place. No, 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 no. Not a sex doll no. warehouse. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's a fantastic film. I think it's cool. Um, it's raunchy as hell, but I think it's great. I honestly think the story is fantastic too. And I think I think it's amazing it's, cast. Let's yeah. uh, we kind of almost went over that, but like yeah. amazing cast in every single place that you get. Will Forte as a father, yeah, for the ten, the like ten lines that he has in this movie, yeah, is amazing. And um, like, there's so many people who just have walk on roles. The uh, the the two girls as the antagonists are hilarious. Um, the frat brother drug slash drug dealer slash um boyfriend ex-boyfriend yeah. of one of the girls is was a great walk-on role i think and um these actors just did an amazing jobs so, yeah. like like i said we have um oscar nominated kid actors now yeah that, and then like or like what you said their, their imdb page is completely more full than yeah some some, some like grown-up actors yeah. i know 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah i totally recommend this and um 
I, I, re- I thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, I'm glad we did a comedy this week. What uh, what are we thinking next week? Um, I'm thinking we're doing book smart, man. Let's do it. Let's keep the comedy comedy train rolling. Yeah, choo choo choo. Yeah, <laughs> comedy train rolling. Choo choo up. Um, <laughs> all right, just one shout out. Uh, the actors, the kids are Jacob Timberley, plays Max. Keith Williams plays Lucas, and Bradley Noon plays Thor. Great Timberley. actors. Timberlay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Arnie Diaz. Drew? I'm Andrew Davila, and uh, go check out the Arnie Diaz Show. Go check out the Arnie Diaz Show. Arnie Diaz Show on every single podcasting platform there is known to man. Also, ArnieDiaz.com. Thank you so much.